Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Generally Casual. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michael, and joined with me today is... Richard. Corey. I'm Johnny. And I'm Michael again. And today's topic is handyman things. Now, why I gave such a loose topic, because I was like, do we still use the word handyman for anything anymore? Um, Or do we just have, like, your custodian person who's in your building with you who can fix things i feel like actually it's more based off of everybody's gone down specific trades as opposed to an overall jack of all trade mm-hmm. handyman person i think a handyman would be uh electrician plumber all of that kind of into one and it's they're not masters at their craft they're jack of all trades generally yeah, I mean, I think I'd call it a handyman. Anybody who can do it to a certain extent before, okay, I should call it a, a professional. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a fair estimation of a handyman. I would also say that that's pretty pretty accurate. Handyman, handy woman, handy child, you know, whatever. Handy person. Handy person. Handy person. Handy person. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's our, like, kind of loose definition because you can't, I mean, handyman I don't think is a word at used as much today you have like your building mechanic <laughs> in fact because we don't have it any on the outline i was able to look it up the handyman is a person able or employed to do occasional domestic repairs and minor renovations so to be more specific than jack of all trades it's someone who can go into your apartment and fix nearly anything wrong with it well enough yeah, well enough. Like, if you've got plumbing <laughs> like, issues, they can fix that. If you've got, like, a broken light switch, they can probably fix that. If you've got, you know... Quick fix affair? Yeah, quick fix. They can quick fix your apartment. They, they Duct got tape their, is uh, probably their tool of the trade. And yeah. plunger. I would, yeah. I would say a plunger. Duct like, tape they don't, and plunger. They don't leave anywhere without a plunger, <laughs> duct tape, and WD-40. Oh, yeah, WD-40. So going into this, uh, we'll get we'll get like personal experience later because first I want to know what do you need to go about fixing your house. So, and I'll put it to you, I'll put it this way: is like the 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 first thing the first thing about going going about fixing your house is supplies, right? Mm. Yeah. You can't fix your house if you don't have the necessary tools to fix your house. Having a toolbox is a yeah. good start. I mean, also <laughs> fi- finding information and, you know, learning about which supplies you need to implement, how to fix it is all really important. And I'll categorize that all with <laughs> my dad giving Richard and I <laughs> a toolbox, basically, yeah. as a, hey, you graduated. Now you got to learn how to do stuff yourself. <laughs> and like that was one of our first gifts was like a, a toolbox to just store in our house for possible emergencies. And I feel like there's almost no excuse if you have the tools nowadays with it being the internet age, you can look up everything online and there's probably some like Eastern European dude with like a YouTube channel that will teach you how to do anything. Yeah, and <laughs> that's that's what I find funny nowadays. And maybe why the handyman is not quite a thing anymore. I mean, one, renting anywhere is expensive, so that might be also one thing. The fear of having after your apartment gets fixed and being charged for it. 
That's another fear. So this is already a good step in the right direction because hiring people to come fix minor problems is always a little bit more expensive than it is actually worth the time for hiring somebody. And most of the time, just doing it yourself, while maybe not as professional looking, will still get you there. Probably is an income bracket thing too, right? Like you probably have higher income families that are like, Oh, the pipes. I don't want to deal with the pipes. Oh, man. Like, oh, yeah. That accent. I can hear your pinky out already. Yeah. <laughs> and you're definitely right, Corey. Like, YouTube is the first first step on checking anywhere. The The other way, instead of going to YouTube first, I'd probably just Google the problem and look up what you need before looking up a video. Weird black stuff coming out of drain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was going to say, usually that would also determine whether or not you can fix it yourself. Because uh, I would say when you start looking at the problem and looking at kind of what you need, if it goes outside of like five or six things, you're probably not going to be well equipped and you're probably going to need to hire somebody to take care yeah. of it. My general safe bet is, is it under the floor or in the walls? Then I'm not touching it. <laughs> like anything electrical or anything to do with water can go bad really fast. Yeah. Well, and that's also why we invited Johnny over here because he is a pseudo electrician. In uh, training. It, yeah. <laughs> I want to know how you train a pseudo electrician. Like what's what's the difference between electrician and pseudo electrician? About ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> I can bail at any time and do whatever I want. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to school. I don't like school. So uh, I'm doing it the very slow and hard way, which is just experience. The old school way. The, the oh, way yeah. of, you know, Before actually school. knowing what to do instead of being thrown into it yeah. and being like, I know what to mm-hmm. do. School taught me. And then they're like, uh, well, this that's is cool. real life, This guy buddy. taught me. <laughs> Blame that guy. <laughs> Real life walks in like the Undertaker in WWE and just sneaks up behind you. <laughs> well, and that's uh, that's actually part of the thing is like we're, we're talking about tools needed, and I think I was like, "Hey Johnny, my light switch is or I I had two problems. One, my light switch was upside down, which <laughs> is like a huge problem all the time. And by huge, I mean it's the most minor problem you could probably have in any house, any uh, any apartment building, but it's annoying." Because when you flip it up and you flip it down, you want it to you want to do a and yeah up. you want to do a certain thing, <laughs> and the other one was one of my plugs was not working, so I plugged something into it and it was dead, mm. and so I was like Johnny, help me, you're an electrician. Wait, hold on, just in case pseudo electrician. I was say just in, in, just in case you get sued for it. Yeah, please. Quote, quote unquote, you're an electrician. Official uh, title. Okay. Pseudo. Pseudo electrician in training. And, you know, like you said, Corey, electricity is always really scary because you don't want to electrocute yourself, short circuit your wherever you're living, and possibly bust some things. So I was like, hey, can you come fix this? And he just took a screwdriver, quickly went in, and was like, I can fix this one. I can't fix that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, your light switch, actually, I didn't get to fix. Uh, I still could. I just didn't have it on hand. I didn't have the right tools, guys. (gasps) Oh. Bringing it back. He didn't have YouTube. Yeah. But actually, (laughs) I could go back to that, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, (laughs) your your plug, I just kind of tightened up. I guess it got loose, which happens. Phrasing. Too much. (gasps) (laughs) Uh, It's actually kind of funny. I mean, that's the difference between being, like, handy and being a handy man because uh, you could probably go in there and being able to mess with some of those plugs to a certain extent because like you guys are i mean like you've said you can look a lot of this stuff up on youtube it just 
it's a difference between doing it like a lot and doing it, you know, okay, let me try first try. Yeah. So. And then possibly electrocute turn, yourself. Yeah. Electrocute, yeah. yeah or absolutely. make it worse. <laughs> General rule just turn the power off. Yeah. Which, uh, hey, which we're learning things on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Which get it, getting to the meat and potatoes of it. What do you need to fix something? Well, first step is tools. You can go literally to any. I was about to say hobby shop. Any like <laughs> any yeah, place, okay. little tiny tools. I mean, isn't <laughs> isn't like Home Depot just a hobby shop for dads? Oh my! You opened Don't it tell up. Anyone. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like the hobby shop, the dad of hobby shops. That's true. It's also. Oh yeah, I would okay. say I I like yeah. that better. Yeah. yeah, and a place like Home Depot is a perfect place to fi- pick up a all-purpose toolkit any hardware shop yeah any hardware shop there Our we go local thank you one is is that h word that h word that's the important one not hobby hardware you yes. don't want to pick up that e-screwdriver from the software shop. <laughs> <laughs> i'm clicking the button it's not unscrewing my life <laughs> computer do it for me <laughs> Dooley, do the thing <laughs> okay uh, so and tools yeah tools so you go to any hardware store and touching on that real quick what you said earlier which is when you start needing specific tools for a job or something like youtube's like well you need this bent l quarter circle back uh wrench then you probably don't need to go buy that because like that's a very specific tool for a very specific job Slash video game, and <laughs> I was gonna say, are we going full Konami code on this on this uh, handyman job? Or I don't know. Let's talk to electrician, pseudo electrician. Right. Do you use the Konami, the Konami code in your in your job? Uh, about forty five percent of the time. Forty five percent. Forty five. Forty five. It's important. a solid forty five. It's so he doesn't Very get electrocuted. Important. Yeah, every time. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only thing I would say is that you can pick up an all purpose toolkit. But don't go picking up specific tools because normally you will not need them for more than one thing. And the likelihood you will need that again is very low. So going to what you said, if you're not going to need it multiple times or this problem is not going to arise, then buy some duct tape, buy all-purpose tool kit, and then you should probably be good. Hammer, screwdriver, and a wrench. Unless it's a plumbing problem, in which case you'd need specific duct parts. Tape. The the I would say the next piece that you would need, if if it's easy enough and simple enough of a job, you need to get parts to replace whatever is going on. Specifically for plumbing, a lot of plumbing has to do with duct work and like L-bend, you know, pipes mm. and specific pipes and things like that. So if if there's a problem with the pipe, you have to replace that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't just put duct tape over it because that's a short-term fix. Ta- what? I've been, you know, the glue, like Gorilla Glue on a piece of gum and then duct tape around that. You know? I, th- I think that... If you're not including twine in. in that, you haven't done the full thing because you have to be able to make sure that the structural parts of, of the duct tape not are reinforced a by twine. <laughs> I was going to say, your, your way, Richard, is the, I'd say, the correct way. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's is like, yeah, no, that'll work. It, until a certain point, you know, yeah. but I mean, it works definitely cheaper. You can keep um, doing that. <laughs> in addition to that, you you probably also need, uh, for at least plumbing, you also need the correct kind of tape because you want to tape over the thread so yes. that way it seals itself. And that's a lot of problem with leaks. Threading tape. Threading I tape. I believe it's the scientific type. Probably, probably. Maybe. Scientific. 
Threado Maximus de tape. Um, <laughs> de tape? De tape. De tape. Um, and the, 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 I think the thing that goes before parts and tools is actually figuring out if you have a problem in the first place. And I would say, instead of, like we said earlier, cutting into a wall or anything, really look and listen. Um, most drips and most leaks are accompanied by staining. And unless your walls are like the color of, I don't know, dark chocolate, then you're probably going to be able to dark figure it chocolate. out. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you t- think you've got a possession, then you <laughs> then you probably have something dripping. Yeah. yeah. And um, other other issues are usually solved. You know, like if your sink's not working, it's not running water. Well, then you've got an issue. Probably turn it right back off. Don't leave anything on. And always, if you have multiple people in your house, have somebody else help you try to figure out where the problem is. Because usually if you're trying to do it completely solo, you're going to run into the problem where you can't get to somewhere fast enough to check where said thing is happening. Speaking of getting somewhere fast enough to check, I think something that is really, really important to know that a lot of people don't and is really useful right now because everyone should be at home is uh, knowing where your water main is. And being able to turn that off. Yeah, emergency shutoffs. If something goes wrong, water damage is one of those things where it, it's very expensive. So knowing where to go to your water main to turn all water connection to your house or home off to make sure that water damage stops mm. is like really, really, really good to know. Yeah. I was going to say fuse box would be the other one to, to know where mm-hmm. that is too. But normally, if a fuse trips, like, you're not in immediate, like, oh my goodness, I need to turn that switch back on, otherwise something's going to well, no, know, no, no. get destroyed. I'm specifically saying if something needs to be fixed electric-wise, you mm. want to be able to turn all that stuff off beforehand. Definitely. Before you touch it. Yes. Yeah. Or, Very important. Or if, God forbid, something does need to get reset, you can just turn it off and on again like yeah. everything else. Um. moving to knowledge we discussed youtube's a great place where else would be great places to pick up knowledge of how to fix things father your papa okay (laughs) he comes down like a mythical jesus and flows down into your house and fixes your problems um i would say also a friend if you've got a wonderful friend who can come over and fix your problem for you then you don't need to find knowledge because the knowledge is in your friend I mean, we also went over, you know, Google. Yeah. Um, but I would say also, if it is something that you do end up shelling out money for repairman-wise, it doesn't hurt to actually ask the repairman questions and other things like that. Um, just so that way you're more knowledgeable. In fact, for me, I have an experience with that. A part in my fridge broke, and um, we had to send someone out because it was like a part that was completely broken we couldn't just fix it and so he came out and he's like yeah this is a common problem with these fridges let me show you so that way i don't have to come out again that you spend you know way more money than you should to fix this problem and so he actually kind of showed me kind of how to do a quick fix on it because it's literally a plastic part to uh cause the water you had to just zip tie this one piece back, right? More or less, yeah. yeah. And he actually fully replaced the part, but he said, because this is a common issue with this fridge, you can literally just zip tie this. You just take the panel off. It's very easy and blah, blah. And he showed me how to do it. Um, obviously, for more complicated problems, they're probably not going to show you. 
But for something where you do end up kind of getting burned by an easy fix, something that it seemingly seemed more complicated than it actually is, it doesn't hurt to watch the guy mm-hmm. yeah. and just be like, I'm not watching you to, you know, to see if you're doing something right. I'm just watching so I can learn, learn something. Sure. Yeah. And that's actually what I did when Johnny came over and repaired my light switch is I watched him, what he did, what wires he played around with, what bombs he put in my wall. And <laughs> uh, not just go yelling bombs here, right? <laughs> this is American. Oh, we're on an airplane. <laughs> Um, and then I watched him when he fixed my, my plug as well, the socket. And both times it was a lot easier than I was imagining it to be. And with most fixes, I think if you're just watching the person just to learn, that's a great way to remember, um, which actually leads directly into our, our next step is what steps should you remember when taking things apart? And this is really important because all repair people do this. Um, and especially. Even even it extends to your computer. I've seen so many people who take apart computers. They do it part by part, step by step, lay things down in a specific order. Really with like screws and all those things. Where do they go? Which mm-hmm. part are they applied to? So you don't get the screws confused. Is having everything very organized and laid out. And that's really important when you repair things. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. unless you have like copies of things, which... Yeah, sometimes that works in electricity, but also there's different, you know, face plates. So you got to keep those together. And if you lose screws for that, it's like, oh, crap. I hope we have more. And yeah. then another, if you don't, you're screwed. So, or I you got to take another kinda... trip to Home Depot. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have also heard Johnny say this. It's really easy to crack those face plates as well, at least for oh, the yeah. plugs. It can be. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Speaking of screws, though, one tip that I was taught by my dad was uh, if you are unscrewing things and you got a bunch of screws to deal with, literally take a big old piece of tape, lay it upside down, and stick the screws to the tape. So, funnily enough, smart. actually, there's a, another way that I remember a long time ago doing as well. If you actually take the roll mm-hmm. of tape, and usually the, the middle is uh, pretty okay. spacious, uh-huh. so you actually put the roll... You put a, a piece of tape underneath it, and then you just pour everything in there, and then it actually sticks to the bottom inside of the roll, so that way it's all together. Yeah, I, I've been on the second hand, the receiving hand of that, and uh, I had a lot of little tiny screws embedded in my hand trying to get the, that out of there. So uh-huh. I'm not as much of a off. fan. I'm not a fan. I don't like it. I like to use magnets. That works yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, or a plastic cup. You know, get out. Hey man, that's not environmentally friendly. Come on. Yeah. Think of the turtles. A reusable plastic cup. Oh, okay. Well, and part of that is literally saving every little thing you take off of. Even if it breaks, even if you break it, don't throw it away because it's important to keep it so that way you can go to Home Depot and say, hey, I, I broke this. this little piece of plastic. I need a new one of these. It's just like getting bitten by a spider. Hey, this is the spider that bit me. I need the antivenom. You know what? While joking, Just keep it. Joking aside, that's also very smart. You yeah. should always know what what bit you and <laughs> maybe not bring it with you, but <laughs> you should at least know what it is because that'll save time in the hospital. Speaking of knowing things real quick, the people at Home Depot don't really know anything, just so everybody knows. What? You're telling me that the guy with like who walks around all the time with a measuring tape doesn't know? Yes. I have insider knowledge. Wow. Yeah, the lies. Ooh. Everybody lucky tells us he doesn't 
doesn't know anything either. And I've seen the guys there, like, they don't know anything here. That's not an insult. That's just matter of fact. Don't go there expecting them to be like, yeah, it's right here. Yeah, because it's set at Home Depot is really set up in a way that's like, here's the here's the aisle. Go figure it out yourself. Yeah, they're, they're just gonna look it up on their phone too. So I don't know, just real quick. Yeah, well, and that's also that's also pretty important because if you come just showing them an item, you know, half of that is also gonna be you need to figure it out. And you know, like we said, is the internet. Look it up. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, and really, really again, important organization when you take things apart. Separate them out. Keep the parts together. If you break it, keep the part. Don't throw anything away. And especially instructions. If, you know, you had somebody come in your house and they repaired something and they have instructions for you, write that down. Write down what they did. Not only that, it's always beneficial to keep the instruction manuals for any appliance Mm. that you have. I have literally an entire drawer in my home that is filled with instruction booklets of all the different appliances that we have that we own. And you know what's really useful about that? Usually the instruction books have every little piece that's a part of the product you purchased. And sometimes they'll actually have toll-free hotlines too that you can yeah. call. So, really important for when you start owning more things than one thing, you know? More things than one thing. More, more things, than one thing. Yeah, when you have to worry about, you know, your car and your fridge and, you know, your computer and your light switches and everything. You know, Really important that you know how those things work, and having a book that tells you how to repair them is really nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, just write, write, write everything down. Write down how to repair it. Write down what part it was. Um, you might have seen your parent or grandparent doing this and going, "Oh my goodness, you have a phone. Just you know, just Google it." It's like, but it's really important to keep it written down first so you don't lose it while you know looking up the information especially like part numbers serial numbers anything like that it's it's always more beneficial to have that information just in case yeah um so that that's like all the advice and steps we can we can imagine to help you at least repairing things and here here's a few things that are we think easily repaired in your house okay so the easier of them i would say is like clogs Mm. um because it doesn't require as many tools there's actually a bunch of newer uh tools that uh internet has come up with through the thing i actually have this one that's almost like a snake but it's tiny and it's for sinks and for even like showers and stuff like that and it's uh a long uh it's almost like a little snake but it's got a ton of little um Hooks, kind of, um, and then it's got a um, I don't know. It's got a clear part on it. So basically, what you can do it's like a wire uh-huh. that you can almost create your own handle, and then you stick it down the sink and you turn it, and then all the little bristles on it pick up all the hair and gunk, Ooh. and then you pull it out, and then you follow that. <laughs> you witness with horror. More, yeah. It's usually <laughs> terrible what you pull out. But then you follow it up with like Drano or other things like that mm. to kind of actually uh, clean up everything. It's a Drano. And, um, and I, I think we got it at like Bed Bath & Beyond for like 15 bucks. And I, I feel like when it comes to clogs, everyone will be so quick to like go to the heavy chemicals and stuff like that too. But in my experience, a lot of the time, hot water, vinegar, and 
dish detergent down a drain will work the best. Mm-hmm. Well, like, and that's the thing is it all of that, even the like liquid stuff, uh, like the heavy duty stuff, still needs a place to go. Yeah. If it's that clogged and there's layers underneath it, it's not gonna fix that problem. You have to kind of almost shove something down there to. He's doing hand movements that yep. I didn't agree with, but yeah. <laughs> you actually have it to create to some sort of space for the chemical to go to clean up what it's what it's. Doing. And if you want an even more budget fix, you could be like, oh, I'm going to put all these pipe cleaners together. I went to the hobby shop and, <laughs> and bought a bunch of pipe cleaners. <laughs> I shoved them down my sink, and I've got a bigger clog. Um, the we other, don't recommend that. <laughs> the other ones, other than clogs, are uh, most of the stuff associated with toilets is actually pretty easy to fix, too. I'd say if you YouTube whatever problem you have with your toilet, you'll probably find a, a fairly easy instruction manual on how to fix it because mm-hmm. the toilet itself is not that complicated of, of a thing. Um, most of the time, whenever it's been non-flushing, sometimes it's a replacement part because there are uh, like rubber gaskets and other stuff in the like top end of the toilet that just need to be replaced if they're old. But oftentimes, it's literally just a chain that's come off or just something... Uh, very simple that you can just lift up the thing and just fix it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the same thing with the ice machines. Yeah, like, ice machines are the same way. Yeah, They're very simple machines that just look really complicated, but most of the time it's just pulling out the tray itself, which is sometimes a really big hassle in itself. But as soon as you get that out, all the parts are pretty, like, it's just plug and play yeah. type stuff for real, it. Real quick advice for that. Change your ice. Don't just leave ice in there all year long because you should change it every six months so it doesn't just start building up. And six two, months. And and two, if you've got a clog in your ice machine, it's probably a lot of ice has been building up in your ice machine. Well, a lot of it depends on the the area that you have water because mm-hmm. water can call can cause calcium buildup, which then clogs everything. Yeah. Um, we're kind of running into that problem with some of our plumbing. We have a bidet that we got a long time ago, and it just doesn't work anymore. And we think it's because there's calcium buildup somewhere in the tubing, mm-hmm. so it's clogging everything. And we just don't know how to fix it. So Take a pipe cleaner, <laughs> shove it down the tubes, and see what happens. Well, funnily enough, actually a lot of that we've been recommended through multiple things, even like shower clogs and things like that, uh, like the shower head. Um, is apple cider vinegar or just regular vinegar and you just put it in a bag and tie it around the headpiece and then just leave it there for three hours or sometimes overnight and that usually kind of cleans up the calcium buildup it's a tasty acid yeah just get a whole new toilet i mean there's that (laughs) (laughs) well this is done you deserve it (laughs) you know what i got a clog on my pipes i'll replace all the pipes yeah (laughs) let's get new ones you know what I have a clog in my pipe. I'm just going to destroy my wall. <laughs> hey, get, get a whole new get apartment. Get a whole new wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if, 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 you, if you've got that money, you know, might as well. You know? Toilet money. I've got a drip in my shower. I just need a whole new bathtub. I'm just going <laughs> to take a hammer to the whole thing. Yeah, just keep it fresh. I mean, if you're rolling around that kind of money, that, that, I mean, I guess so. I mean, that seems very wasteful. But, if, you, know, you know, if you want to do that, I guess that's your option. That's how economy works. You so, spend money. Spend more money. So we've uh, obviously heard that uh, Johnny is the most handy of all these men in this room. Um, I would definitely move on to say that I am the least handy, most likely. You have no um, hands. I I have two hands. They're just not good at doing things. 
<laughs> but I I feel like I also want to say that Nick Miller from New Girl, if anyone's watched that, um, is kind of my spirit animal of handyman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't watched it, you need to go out and watch it right now. It's fantastic. Uh, but Nick Millet has all of these, like, he's the ultimate cheapskate. Like, no, I don't want to go out and call a plumber. I can fix this toilet myself. <laughs> and he essentially, like, like MacGyver's this plastic bottle suspended by, like, a rope or something to another plastic bottle. There's, that, like, a like, whole pulley yeah, system involved. involved and in just to getting the toilet to flush. Uh, <laughs> and he does that with everything in the apartment that these friends share and it's great and i could i would definitely do that well i would also say there's really nothing i mean more than likely a plumber would say what are you doing this is a nightmare but if it works honestly it works just try not to do it to the point where you're breaking things i i would (laughs) add that if it works temporarily go for it get it fixed though you don't want to be that guy having to explain how your magical Legoland toilet works in the middle of the night to your half-drunk friend. Like, you don't want to deal with that. That also seems very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, you, Nobody wants to You don't want to just be like, yeah, let, let me figure it out. Let me deal with it. You just you just go. Just go. Just do yeah. your thing. I'll come in and clean up after you. Which is... I want to see a Legoland toilet. <laughs> we'll just go to Legoland. Wait. Oh, oh my God. My God. <laughs> You gotta shit some bricks first. <laughs> <laughs> shit some Lego bricks. <laughs> Which is actually a great lead into like our own personal experience. And we'll start with our least handy person in the room. What things have you personally fixed, Corey? Uh you know, like bike chains, stuff like that. Like bike bike stuff, skateboard stuff. Um what else? You know, I was I was the kid that would always figure out like new it's not impressive now because in hindsight it's not hold on difficult at all I'm waiting but to be impressed. plugging <laughs> plugging in all the new appliances and like the new playstation when my dad's like i can't figure out where these cables go where's the av cable i'm like dad it's just hdmi wow i'm so impressed how dare you speak letters at me (laughs) but like i would always rush to figure that stuff out and be like no no i don't need the booklet don't give me the booklet. I'll just plug let me in figure the colors. It <laughs> and uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. More, more simple stuff, you know? Simple jack stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like Corey. Corey's simple like, jack. the simple. TV's broken. Don't worry. I'll plug in the right plugs. Here we go. <laughs> I, can, I can give a good couple slaps to a TV. Yeah. Like, figure, if, it doesn't, if it doesn't want to work after a couple slaps, then I'll call in a professional. <laughs> Physical damage to things probably not the best. Way not to face. not damage unless slaps. it works. It's like a firm tap. <laughs> uh, Richard, hard reset. Uh, I mean, I have I fixed mean, all sorts of things. Yeah, if you describe some of them, like your fridge. Uh, yeah, I mean, I fixed. We eventually had to get a repair person to come and replace the part, but we did do a temp fix on our uh, water and ice machine in our fridge. Because the the little pushy latchy thing didn't cause it to spurt out water or, mm. and ice. Um, you fixed your door, your, door? your screen door. Oh well, yeah. I it replaced it and put in a new screen hey, yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't 
Don't sell yourself but, short. I mean, that's that, dad stuff. Yeah, that's well, I mean, handyman what stuff. Corey said is that's true. I mean, you didn't go out to pay somebody to hire and be like, "Why is my door not working?" That's and, true. I, I'm very good at building things. Yeah, I also follow instructions. Um, what? Why would you do that? <laughs> so, like, I for me, I'm very much a uh, person who likes to buy not pre-made things. So I just built a desk for my daughter. Um, I built her office chair, like all those things, Ikea, whatnot. I like doing that stuff, mm-hmm. and I'd rather build it myself. I just haven't gone to the next step and actually just cut the wood or, you know, things like that <laughs> for that type of stuff. You you invest in a table saw. You start getting into that, that stuff. I'll be the lumberjack. I'm happy to wear the flannel. <laughs> I'll cut down those trees. And then you just build stuff out of it. I, I just think need it's, space. It's, yeah. yeah. And a garage to be able to do that. Michael will oh, grow the trees. Right oh, I will. Johnny will plug the trees in. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> so they're Christmas trees. <laughs> with all the wires. Yeah. Yeah, we got <laughs> seasonal. And this tree is actually a modem. What? <laughs> you like your Wi-Fi? So does this tree. <laughs> <laughs> it eats your Wi-Fi. <laughs> Just calm it down on the usage. It might burn out. <laughs> and burn the entire forest down. We don't want that. Um, I'm also similar. I like to build stuff. Uh, most of my fixes have been uh, wiring issues. Not light switches and things, but more internet issues. Uh, go in, re, you know, redo my Ethernet cables and re-plug everything in, figuring out which, which plug goes to where. Um, I used to fix things a lot more, probably like five years ago, but I mean, I don't really have too many things that are breaking that often. I have fixed my screen door. I have fixed my, I have fixed my slidey closet doors, which are not really that big of fixes. It's more like playing around with the wheels on the top and then realigning them (laughs) on the track and all that annoying stuff. Um... But nothing... Oh, and then I've also set up all my shelving, which is, again, not a fix, but that is also something important to do. Um, Knowing about wall wall mounts. Studs. Studs. Do you actually... Do you have studs you can actually use? Or are you doing drywall mounts, which is what I went with? Uh, Finding the right drywall mounts. How many pounds are you putting on the drywall? They actually go all the way up to, like, 50 to 60 pounds... And oh. your drywall can hold a lot. Oh, um, nice. You just and, don't want to be that guy that's just screwing into straight drywall. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Yeah. It's terrible. And at the end, you kind of got a messy product. But, I mean, you got to find at least one stud to, to screw into. Um, it makes everything a lot more secure, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, but I've had my, my shelving up for, like, five five years, and it's looked great, felt great. And I like that kind of stuff, which is just... I'm sure it feels good about itself, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm holding up stuff. Yep. Yeah. That's what shelves do. <laughs> I'm supporting. And those kind of things, it's pretty simple to do as long as you measure. <laughs> measure twice, cut once, yep. you know? <laughs> um, and setting all that stuff up is also really fun because you actually have somewhere to place your items. Um, but th- that kind of stuff isn't repair needed. It's just more knowing how to do it. Hey, I was going to say, as far as more current technology stuff, the the basic, and for me, it's basic, but I remember a long time ago when I was growing up, you would be like a technological genius if you could set the clock on your VCR. <laughs> and that's not so much the case anymore because the wiring 
is so different now and technically there's less wiring than there was before because before they used to use red white and yellow and now it's just one cable um but overall just the basic cabling that you talked about Corey, i feel like should be a fundamental skill across the board everybody should be able to do that and i know some people just are not tech savvy at all but yeah. you, sh- you should be at least that tech savvy because nowadays tvs and nearly every other wiring, especially computers, is color based. And the only person that's gonna not help is color, you know, colorblind people. Hey, don't call me out like that. Yeah. Well, the, well, the advantage is right is for TVs, HDMI cables are black, and they just have multiple ports. It doesn't matter which one you, yeah, you plug shapes. in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny. Um, uh, my experience has been uh It's it's gone a little bit into the electrical side i've noticed we've all kind of had our almost areas of expertise where we kind of branched off into but um i mean it's also been as simple as you know something's just loose a doorknob you know some locks you know go ahead and tighten that screwdriver is a good tool to have um another one i fixed a dryer that was a really simple one it was just some kid was jumping on our dryer while it was open so i guess he just bent it down so i was like worked on trying to figure out what was going on with it you know up and down and I just kind of bent it back, so that was some handyman, you know, Johnny style. Um, furthermore, it's been like, you know, a fan wasn't working, and so we had to look up weird codes for the inside of the remote to kind of reprogram it, and I eventually found the right one, but yeah. that sucked. I hate that, honestly. Reprogramming the remotes is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I, I mean, there's so many different, times. uh, like, forms you can use, be like, which one is the right one? So many codes. Um, and furthermore... Uh, a, a hole magically appeared in my wall one day. No, I got a little frustrated. Uh, <laughs> my walls are actually really weak. I've learned too, um, because I really didn't barely even touch it. But you know, bad drywall. I put a hole in it, and uh, I learned actually, you know, plugging up a hole in your wall, depending on the size, is actually pretty easy. You go buy this uh, aluminum mesh type of dealio, and then you put it just a bunch of spackle Back. to be really simple about it. And then uh, my next step would be uh, texturing it. With some of that spray stuff you put on the wall, because that's what we have on the walls, and then uh, I'll have to sand it down to kind of match. But yeah, I mean that's like really quick. How you fix a hole in your wall? I realized I just did that. But you just you know. taught everybody something. Yeah, that's amazing. But I mean, so just play it in slow motion, and you'll you'll catch what I said. That's even more of a handyman thing because when I screwed the drywall holes in, like, and I messed up one because I didn't measure twice and cut once. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I had to just go get the spackle because if the hole is small enough, you don't need to put a wire mesh on it. You just fill it back up and then sand it to your wall. Yeah. Um, of course, that also comes with paint. You got to repaint the wall. Yeah, that's the other thing I need to do, which all our paint goes bad. I also learned that paint goes bad, guys. So, I mean, you have paint for a while, it will not be good enough. Yes, eventually. Wow. I have a bunch of paint I need to throw away then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it only, you can check. It's only I mean, good for like a year, right? I don't know if, if it's opened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can. Oh, I think I you still keep have it in the right place, paint. but yeah, it it does go bad. Don't yeah. don't eat your paint. <laughs> no, that too. Refrigerate yeah. it. No, even if it's what? good paint, don't eat it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not good Refrigerate for you. Refrigerate your paint. So, did you all <laughs> yes, enjoy your process of fixing things? Was it was it a fun experience? Maybe not, Corey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, for me at least, it's. I'm not, I'm a lazy person, I'll be honest. So it's kind of like, I want to do the things I want to do, but if something's not working, that's going to affect, 
especially if it's going to affect my everyday life i'm like all right let's just get this done let's do it all yeah. right big breath and yeah it's kind of like jumping into the ocean when it's real cold just yeah take a big breath <laughs> go uh but in like the, in the water you take a big breath but, you know yes <laughs> um but gills you know, activate you you learn very quickly that is it moving yes is it supposed to move no duct tape <laughs> is it moving no is it supposed to yes wd-40 there you go that's <laughs> that's your uh that's your go-to cheat sheet right hey, there. That's Corey's Corey. Art of War I'm for sure, handymen. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people out there will actually... That's a really easy way to handle things. But yeah. Just be careful, though, because WD-40 sometimes isn't the best for everything. Yeah. It's, I forget what they called it, but it, it's not actually a lubricant. It's technically just a clean, cleaner. I think it's a so, solvent or something. Yeah, solvent. So it'll start eating away at... The stuff that's supposed to move, especially like bearings and stuff like that, unless you re-oil it after you use WD-40. Don't just use WD-40. Yeah. We're learning a lot on this episode. Corey, yeah. for the least handy person in this room, you got a lot of tips and tricks. I mean, Johnny threw the big word out there. He said solvent. I, I wasn't going to say Thanks, that. Thanks, Johnny. Solvent. Johnny's a solvent. Solvent. Or is he a solver? Huh? Ah. So I, I, I like the little advice you're, you're throwing out. Any other little pieces of advice? I mean, that's why I was saying measure twice, cut once, because it's also really important when you're building things. I don't have anything. Keep the hair away from your drains. I don't care how so, long your hair is, even if it's tiny, get a hair catcher for any of your drains. Oh, sounds like a Corey problem. Get, I had to clean Nathan's bathroom. Oh. After Nathan left, and I learned very quickly how gross long hair gets mm, yeah. in a bathroom. Man. Yeah, that's why I like short hair. I love Nathan. See, I hate Nathan's hair. That's what doesn't make well, sense, actually. Quick mystery. My shower drain gets clogged, but I have, like, the no short hair. No you hair. need to stop so I don't know pooping where that comes in your from. toilet, sir. Uh, 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 I mean, pooping in your shower. But if I'm already in there, I was like, what's the toilet? Where is he going to poop then? <laughs> it was I'm like, the I shower. think I know what you're saying. <laughs> uh, my brain. But yeah. Any other points of advice, Johnny? Um, I don't know. Just really simple, you know, like, take your time. Try not to rush. I mean, shortcuts are cool, but don't take too many because it can hurt you in a long one, I guess, you know. Uh, just simple stuff I've learned from being doing electrician stuff, pseudo electrician and training stuff. Yeah, you got to be specific with that. You don't so, want to get sued. Probably you know. important to know the difference between a Phillips head and a, a flathead <laughs> screwdriver. I, I still, anyone, anytime anyone's like, hey, give me a Phillips, like, okay, the cross head or the flat? <laughs> like, I can't do it. I got to, weirdly enough, even lefty righty. But, uh, but lefty one of them is Lucy. literally yeah. called a flat head. So, like, if it's a Phillips, then wouldn't you know, like, okay, it's not the flat one. Uh, you'd think, but for some reason, no. <laughs> it, that does not stick in my brain. I have no idea why. It doesn't um, make any sense. My last piece of advice is go find an Allen wrench or keep an Allen wrench that is handed to you probably through something that's, that you've bought. Is that the Ikea thing? Yes. Oh, Allen key is what I know it as. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm oh, just, like just in case can we, we have, put a moment of like, silence in for Corey. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Foreign weirdly. people uh, like me. To be honest, it makes more sense that it's a key than a wrench. Yeah. It is. It does act very key like, not a wrench, because it's not gripping the outside of anything. Yeah. 
Um, gripping from the inside. But an Allen key is also a really, really useful tool with because so many IKEA products, so many products are just like, oh, we're gonna give you an Allen key because you probably don't have one. But I mean, if you ever need it again for any like project you have, well, you're gonna have to use it. I I would argue that any furniture item that uses an Allen key to be built will require tightening at some point in the mm-hmm. future. Yeah. And so it's just really useful. Any tools that come with products you have, keep them. See, I almost wish they didn't give you that stuff, so then you were forced to just go buy your own set. Because you know how many times I throw that stuff away? Because I, I don't personally have a set, but I know the guy I work with, he always has a set. I never have to worry about the little one. Plus, I mean, if you're moving stuff and you lose it, I mean, that mm-hmm. goes with... Keep track of your stuff, but also some of those all-in-one toolkits actually come with an Allen wrench set, mm-hmm. uh, no, and it's just specific heads. It's mm-hmm. not full wrench things. Uh, so like the one that Michael and I have, uh, it has a, a screwdriver that you can just replace the heads on it, and mm-hmm. some of those heads are Allen wrench. Actually, that's one of my most useful <laughs> tools I have. Is just it's got a screwdriver base to it, and it just replaces the head all the way through. So that's I really use nice. that like. Five times when I was building my PC. It's real nice. Yeah, it's good. It's real nice. Um, the other thing I would recommend is getting a screwdriver with a magnetic head because there are some... I just built a treadmill for my parents and they had me literally take a screwdriver and put it all the way to the base and then that's where the screw needed to be screwed in and it was covered. So you, could, you couldn't see where the screw actually needed to be. You just had to trust. <laughs> oh, am I getting it in? I guess so, and then you pull the screwdriver back out, screw falls out with it, and uh, it was really annoying. But magnets, man. Yeah, I I think magnets. that res- I think that resolves everything that we were going to say about handyman being capable with fixing your own uh, gizmos and gadgets inside your house. Um, I mean, if there's something that you think we should know how to fix as well, like let us know, send us a video, even you know, tweet YouTube us. link. Yeah. Yeah, put us you to can, shame. Now we have all of our social media up, so it's at generally casual for inst- Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Ooh, that's perfect. Either tweet at us or send us a picture of something that you fixed uh, on Instagram because we would love to see that. Yeah. I mean, also let us know some of your failures because that's something we can all share. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> failures let's talk about those on another episode of generally casual the longest episode ever thank you for joining us this has been another episode of generally casual and as always stay handy